Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hard guy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bookman. Hard Guy by H. B. Carrollton He was standing at the side of the glass-side superhighway, his arm half-raised, thumb pointed in the same direction as that of the approaching rocket car. Ordinarily, Fredrick Marden would have passed a hitchhiker without stopping, but there was something in the bearing and appearance of this one that caused him to apply his brakes. Marden opened the door next to the vacant seat behind him. Going my way? he asked. A pair of steady, unsmiling blue eyes looked him over. Yeah. All right, then hop in. The hitchhiker took his time. He slid into the seat with casual deliberateness and slammed the car door shut. The rocket car got under way once more. They rode in silence for half a mile or so. Finally, Martin glanced questioningly at his companion's expressionless profile. Where are you heading for? he asked. Dentonville, he spoke from the corner of his mouth without turning his head. Oh yes, that's the next town, isn't it? Yeah. Not very communicative, reflected Martin, noticing the rather ragged condition of the other's Celolex clothing. Have much trouble getting rides? The passenger turned his head, his blue eyes without emotion. Yeah, most guys are leery about picking up hitchhikers. Scared they'll get wrong. Marden pursed his lips, nodded. Something to that, all right. I'm pretty careful myself, but I figured you looked okay. Can't always tell by looks, was the calm reply. Course, us guys mostly pick out some guy with a swell atomic mobile if we're going to pull a stick up. When we see a whole heap like this, one, there's usually not enough dough to make it pay. Martin felt his jaw drop. Say, you sound like you go in for that sort of thing.
I'm telling you right now, I haven't enough cash on me uh, to make it worth your while. I'm just a salesman, trying to get along. You got nothing to worry about, his passenger assured him. Stick-ups aren't my racket. An audible sigh of relief escaped Martin. I'm certainly glad to hear that. What is your er, racket, anyway? The blue eyes frosted over. Look, chum, sometimes it ain't exactly healthy to ask questions like that. Pardon me, Martin said hastily. I didn't mean anything. It's none of my business, of course. The calm eyes flickered over his contrite expression. Skip it, pal. You look like a right guy. I'll put you next to something. Only keep your lip buttoned. See? Oh, absolutely. I'm Mike Egan, head of the Strato Rovers. No. Martin was plainly awed. The Strato Rovers, eh? I've heard of them all right. The other nodded complacently. Yeah, we're about the toughest mob this side of Mars. We don't bother honest people, though. We get ours from the crooks and racketeers. They can't squeal to the interplanetary police. There's a lot in what you say, agreed Martin. And of course, that puts your mob in the Robin Hood class. Robin Hood? Nuts. That guy was a dupe, running around with bows and arrows. Why, we got a mystery ray that paralyzes anybody that starts up with us. They are all right when it wears off, but by the time we get away, Martin was properly impressed. A mystery ray? With a weapon like that, you should be able to walk into a bank and clean it out without any trouble. His passenger's lips curled. I told you, we don't bother honest people. We even help the SP sometimes. Right now, we're working with the Earthmars G-Men in rounding up a gang of fifth colonists that are planning on taking over the government. They're led by the Black Hornet. This Black Hornet goes around pretending like he's a big businessman, but he's really a international spy. A what? A international spy, repeated Martin's companion shortly. The EMG men say he's the most dangerous man in the country, but he won't last long with the Strato Rovers on his trail. Martin nodded. I can believe that. Tell me, Egan, what are you doing out here around a smaller town like Dentonville? The government's building some kind of a ammunition place near here, and I understand the Black Hornets figuring on wrecking everything. Of course, he won't get away with it. Scattered plasticade houses on either side of the road indicated they had reached the outskirts of Dentonville. Mike Egan pointed ahead to a small white house set back among a cluster of trees. There's where I'm holed up. Drop me in front. A young woman in a faded blue satin glass house dress was standing at the gate of the white picket fence. She watched in silence as the passenger stepped from the rocket car and lifted his hand to the driver in careless farewell. Thanks for the lift, chum, said Mike Egan. Not at all, replied Martin, glad to have been of service to Mike Egan. The woman smiled to him. 
He's told you his name, I see. Marden lifted his hat. Indeed, he has. Michelle is all right, she said. I do think, though, that he reads too many Buck Gordon interplanetary comic books for a boy of eleven. End of title. By H. B. Carrollton. Recording by Bookman.